evening from the bowels and the bowl. <laughs> you know, I've been announcing us, you know, the Tony here, my favorite toilet, and myself in many ways, haven't I? But I really like this one, the bowels and the bowl. <laughs> you know, for many as, well, you don't know this God, but as our life reaches into the higher numbers, you know, the 50s, the 60s, the 70s, bowels and bowls are two very significant words in the vocabulary. I mean, I'm not complaining. The body is a machine. It's going to F up. You are here. <laughs> And many are not, so shut up and embrace the bowels and the bowl. Do I hear a flush? Amen. I am on the B&B &B road, but not there yet. But it's just up ahead. I am in the 60s row. I am here. And my father is not. I have lived longer than my dad by almost seven years. Seven years. Who I am is not what I was as a boy. Not to myself, but especially to my dad. My dad was witness to a confused, somewhat lazy, funny boy who wore, well, he wore too many brown clothes, too many for my dad's liking. He was always happy to remind me that shit brown is not a color in the rainbow. Choose some other colored fabric. My father cannot see me now. Or can he? In either case, I mean, I have discovered that wearing the colors of the rainbow on oneself is such a joy. Shit brown has not been in my wardrobe for quite some time. It took time embracing colors. To wear bright colors is to expect to be noticed. I'm not just another person in a crowd. But it's more than that, though. I mean, it's saying that I deserve to be noticed. And if you don't like it, well, go fuck yourself. The boy living in his room is now the man who lives in the world. I don't hide any longer. I stand up, I stand out. Not out of ego and not out of the urge for adoration. I live without hiding because, well, I have something to offer. I live without hiding because I'm not ashamed of myself. So much so that I have found, I have found the epicenter, the soul of wacky, wild, colored clothing, and its name is Shinesty. Dad, this would have been your place, the only place you would have purchased clothing. They have no shame. Turn up the colors. I said, turn up the colors. More, more, yes. And I have purchased this fabulous sports jacket, a pattern of iridescent colored tropical fruit. Wait. And then I got several dresses of the same pattern for one of, for Diana, one for a friend, and the smiles on their faces when they put them on. Dad, I hear you now, loud and clear, and I am spreading the word. As a boy, 
I was deaf to your pleas. I was overweight and wore thick black rimmed glasses and I had a noticeable overbite. In short, I was a warrior most likely to not breed. My dad, you dad, <laughs> you were loud, emotionally raw, spontaneous, but also insecure. You had a significant hearing problem and you were haunted by the fact that you were smarter, much smarter than your life had locked. You wanted more for yourself, but directed this desire to instilling in my sister and myself this calling to get an education. And don't be afraid of reaching for the rainbow. As I said, God, he didn't live to see the man I am today. Even if he can't see this man who I have become, this man who I have become cannot hug the man who brought me into this world. For many parents and for many teachers, this is common. One has to have faith that the work put in was worth it, even if you don't get to see it. You are a parent to us all, God. You are a teacher to us all. You, you put faith in us, your players on your board game, to want to play the very best, play the game to the very best of our abilities. You watch and you see us from start to finish. Are you irritated by those who never change, who stay in their rooms, who wear shit brown their entire lives? Do you have the urge to remove them or, or, or throw them across the room of life? If you were to remove those who simply exist, well, that'd be eradicating a whole lot of people. May I suggest that you hold back on that urge? As a boy, I held back. I was putting my foot on the accelerator and the brake at the same time. Every day, now I carry a bundle of sadness that I didn't show my dad more of what he wanted me to be while he was alive. I needed more time, more time to show him what I could become, more time that he had on this earth. He left too early. Many of us need more time to do their homework, to finish the test, to find happiness. And there you are watching people, God, evolve slowly, like watching paint dry. Was it painful for my father to watch me? Is it painful for you to watch us? My father, from the time I was a boy, wanted me to be a doctor. I wanted so much to please my father, to live up to this dream that my bookcase wasn't filled with, with, with Playboy or, or mysteries or, or comic books. It was filled with medical books. I went to college and my intention was to become that doctor. My grades put an end to that. After my first semester, my parents were with me as I ran to the front door of the chemistry building to search for my social security number and then my final grade. And there it was, next to my name, well, next to my social security number, the letter D. All this fucking work, all this time spending in the stalls of the library, and this is what I had to show for it, a D. 
I stood there covered in shit brown on the inside and the inside and, and, and on the outside. I was so ashamed as I ran back to my parents crying. I failed them. I put a dagger in my dad's dream for me. Several years later, when I changed my major to drama, my parents came to see me in summer stock plays. My father sat in his seat so proud of me. He laughed the loudest and left the theater with the largest smile on his face. And I have to admit, I was confused. As soon as I became a drama major, I waited for my father to bring the hammer down on me to accuse me of not working hard enough to become a doctor. When he came to see me on stage, I waited for my father after to, to say to me that an actor is a far, far cry from a doctor. These words never came out of his mouth. The only thing I saw was his love for me. He was constantly making photocopies of my acting moments. Who knows how many copies he made of the article of me in the local paper. So, so was becoming a doctor a ruse? How could he embrace my change without the slightest outward sign of anger or, or disappointment? I thought about this for a long time. I came to realize that being a doctor would have been nice, but, but being a doctor was actually a, a metaphor. My dad wanted me to be somebody, to be more than a worker, than a cog in the industrial wheel of progress. In fact, he adamantly would never, ever bring me to his workplace at the railroad. He didn't want me even to get the slightest notion of wanting to work where he did. He wanted me to take the rainbow and not only wear it on the outside, but let it live on the inside. He wanted so much for me, so much more than working for the railroad. What do you want from us, your creatures? Whatever you want, the majority of us are low-balling what you expect. Regardless of your angst, you have yet to bring down a flood to wipe us all out. Well, amen to that. Perhaps you think that we will exterminate ourselves. Sit back and wait for it. Then again, if your creatures, this species, lives long enough, we may actually, truly, someday, let that rainbow in. Stay tuned. Well, God, I know this is a, a time when I should be singing a song, but my mind is still dieseling. I mean, I, I realize I haven't, I don't know what it's like to be a child anymore. My parents have been gone a long time. But I do remember a, a couple of years ago when... Uh, I was at a temple meeting and we were talking about something and I started talking about my younger son's crises and I just broke down crying. And uh, an older woman in our group lovingly came by and just took me in her arms and for a second, I forgot what it was like to be an adult. For a second, I, I remembered what it was like to be a child in a mother's arms. Anyway. It's not a feeling that I will forget. And it was a great gift on her part. Anyway, anyway, this song is for you, Dad. The boy I was is not the man I've become. The ball of confusion has been undone. 
I stand up, I speak up, I know how to have fun. Too bad that you never live to see this sun. So forgive the boy and embrace the man who wears bright clothing and knows how to stand. You left too early and could never see the man you want this boy to be. I stayed in my room and I kept it straight. The world outside, well, that could wait. You wanted a doctor, not a man who worked the tracks. How I wish I could have all those years back. So forgive the boy, embrace the man who wears bright clothing and knows how to I was shy, I was chunky, I was insecure. We had little money and I knew we were poor. I wore brown clothes and had an overbite. The man today didn't change overnight. So forgive the boy and embrace the man who wears a bright clothing and knows how to stand. The boy I was was not the man I've become. The ball of confusion has been undone. I stand up, I speak up, I know how to have fun. Too bad I never lived to see the sun. So forgive the boy and embrace the man who wears bright clothing and knows how to stand. Oh God, talking about all this just, I just feel like crying. I don't know if a good cry or a bad cry. And if you don't mind, if you can indulge me. I just want to do the chorus one more time of the song. I usually don't sing again, but I feel I need to. Maybe my dad will hear me. So forgive the boy and embrace the man who wears bright clothing and knows how to stand. You left too early and could never see the man you wanted this boy to be. Well, it takes a long time, God, for this 
creature from start to finish to become and grow into the best of who we can be. And um, there's so much emotion coming through me right now. I don't even know if I can go to sleep really, but I've talked to you enough. It's time to go to bed. Night God. Rest. <laughs>